Greetings and welcome to the Growing the Next Version of You show. Every week or so I get together with thought leaders and we talk about the trends that are happening in the world and we think of life from a mind, body and spirit perspective because that's what servant leaders do. So join me. I'm really excited to uh, to have you here with me today. Uh, how are you doing and where are you today? I'm doing great, Mike. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we could finally line this up. Um, I am in good old Alexandria, Virginia. That's where that's where I live. That's uh, that's the, the home, the homestead. OK, very cool. Well, good. So I'm really excited that you're here with me today on growing the next version of you. It's a leadership development show, and really what we're talking about is how do we learn, uh, how do we change, and how do we grow? And mm -hmm. uh, whenever I heard you on the big stage at the uh, video marketing world when we met um, and the powerful story that you gave, uh, I thought, man, that's a leader if I have ever met one, uh, <laughs> at least in your own life. And of course, for uh, over 500,000 people that follow you. Now, is that only on Instagram? That That's just on YouTube. So that's just on YouTube. Collectively, I have about 2 million followers. Wow, that's awesome. Very cool, Crazy. very cool. <laughs> all right, so we'll, we'll get into the speeds and feeds of who you are and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I, what I like to do at the very beginning of the show is just ask, what are your top three tips for success in 2023? Consistency above all else. Uh, I, I'm such an advocate for that. Um, whatever you choose to do, stay consistent. Uh, go all in on vertical video. It's not going anywhere. It's only getting more and more uh, adapted. And yeah. don't, be, don't be a perfectionist. Just get started. You can improve over time. Awesome. Well, I mean, taking your advice. So uh, when I met you three or four months ago, it was the first time I'd heard about vertical video, honestly. Um, and it takes a little bit of a mind shift as far as how you do it. So mm -hmm. it's taken from then until now. This is the first show that I'm recording in vertical. Hey, look at that. So it's, uh, so it's, a, it's fitting that you are the, uh, the guy that brought this to my attention and now we're, uh, we're doing it. So thanks for that. Absolutely. Um, but I'm kind of jumping ahead because you and I had a, a chance to get together, you know, months ago and talk, but uh, most of the people in my world don't know who you are. Um, so let's go back to when you were young, you know, did you grow up in Alexandria? Is that where you're from? Can no, bring, bring me up to uh, up to last year and then we'll get into the business side of things, too. Yeah, sure. So I've, I've lived all, all over the place, uh, both both sides of the country. So uh, I was born and raised initially in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Uh, that's where the first 10, yeah, 10 years of my life were. And then we okay. moved to New Jersey uh, for a little while. Jersey Shore, Point Pleasant, New Jersey specifically. So I was there for the next 13 years. Uh, that's where I really became more or less myself, my teenage years, early 20s and whatnot. And then I had moved out to California when I, I believe I was 23. 
Um, and, and that's where I really got into, uh, my professional career out in, out in California. So I was out in Orange County, California for, uh, I guess about eight years, uh, met my now business partner, got really, uh, situated in, in video marketing and digital marketing in general. I'd been doing it for a long time before that, but professionally, okay. I just got started in, um, in California, met my wife or my now wife in California, uh, followed her to North Carolina, uh, where we lived for two years for her to get uh, her MBA at Duke University. Okay. And then uh, about a year and a half ago, we moved to uh, Virginia, Alexandria, where I'm at now, because uh, she got a job offer out here. And fortunately, I'm completely remote uh, by yeah. choice, even pre-pandemic. So I can just kind of yeah. go anywhere in the world that there's an internet connection. So I just kind of support her and, okay. uh, and we float around a little bit. But uh, this is where we're currently at, and uh, I don't know if we're going to stay here forever or not, but uh, that's 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 where we're currently at, and it's been quite the journey. Very cool. So uh, so I've been married probably a little longer than you, but my wife and I met in California as well. Oh, I lived cool. in Pasadena for about nine years, mm -hmm. and then wow. uh, I had a had a uh, AS400 shop out in Newport Beach. Mm -hmm. So where where in Orange County did you live? Yeah, um, uh, firstly in Westminster and then okay. Huntington Beach. Uh, we uh, also, also lived in uh, Brea for a little bit, Fullerton. Um, yeah, and then worked in worked in Irvine, but those were the areas that I lived in. Very cool. So uh, did you enjoy your time in California? Oh, absolutely. Um, it's. I mean, how can you not love the, the weather out there? Yeah. <laughs> Sunny, yeah. 75, 80 and sunny every single day year round, basically. Um, I don't miss the traffic, uh, yeah. you know, sit, <laughs> um, doing a, a, a nine to five commute uh, on the um, 405 uh, where you're sitting in, you, you're driving 10, 10 miles and it takes you an hour to an hour and a half each way. Yeah, uh, I, I certainly don't miss that. But uh, I made use of that time. I, you know, I listened to a lot of uh, audiobooks and, and podcasts because I was in the car for you know two hours every single day. Um, I, I miss it. For, yeah, I, I miss a lot of it, and there's also a lot that I don't miss. I mean, right. it's so expensive out there. The cost of living is absolutely absurd. It's basically yep. impossible to to buy uh, unless you're you're rich. Because like who you like you could get a you know a a crappy house for like. 600,000, 700,000, but like right. that, you could just get such a much nicer house anywhere else in the freaking country. Right. So, you know, there's, there's pros and cons to everywhere, I think. And I, overall, I, I loved it and I wouldn't be where I am today if I hadn't moved to California. So I have to consider that. Yeah. Same, same with me. I, I, I moved there, got my first job out there. Uh, when I was in Pasadena, I was the VP of, uh, corporate systems for the Mattis advisory group of uh, uh, CB Richard Ellis at the time. And I had an AS 400 group in Newport beach and I had a nine o'clock Friday meeting, 9 AM Friday meeting. And if I didn't leave Pasadena by 5 AM, I couldn't <laughs> make it to that meeting at nine o'clock because Terrible. that was about a 40, 45 minute or 45 yeah. mile drive through that mess that you're talking about. Yeah. So it was, uh, and it wasn't that, uh, that it was a lot of fun either. To your point, you were sitting on the freeway, just wait, waiting for, uh, a, 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 a move ahead, but yeah. 
it was a beautiful it was a beautiful time we were there without kids and got to go into the mountains all the time and got to go to santa barbara and san diego and obviously disney and all the fun things so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, good good place to to kind of connect together yeah um so so um and you said that your your professional life started when you were in your teens have, are, are, do you consider yourself a digital first kid? I mean, did you grow up with technology pretty much? So uh, I I consider myself the last generation to remember life pre-technology. Okay. So I, I remember life uh, pre-having a computer in our house. Um, okay. Dial, so I'm 32. Uh, yeah. um, so I remember dial-up internet coming to be where you could use the phone or you could use the computer you couldn't use both i remember life pre and like there were there were cell phones but they were just crappy right pretty pretty crappy cell phones and and whatnot and um some you know home computers and stuff existed obviously that was around in like the 80s and stuff but uh we didn't really have a lot of that internet speeds were terrible it was the you know the days of uh, of early aol where they'd mail you in the cd discs for oh, three yeah. hours of of uh, of internet time and and <laughs> all that stuff, so um, I distinctly remember life pre-internet. Um, and then into my, uh, I think I got my first computer when I was ten years old, okay. uh, and then it was all downhill from there because I learned how to like download movies illegally and do all kinds of stuff. Ruined many home computers with LimeWire, uh, and then I was off to the races from about ten years old. Okay. Very cool. All right. So, um, and so you've lived in multiple places in the country as well. So culturally you kind of get people from different perspectives. That's probably uh, a benefit for you and the work that you do so that you can reach different people in different ways. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Being relatable is, is a huge um, thing. You know, you can talk to people everywhere. Like I, I've lived in the South uh, so understanding the you know southern hospitality goes a long way in in big cities too. <laughs> sure, definitely. So um, so let's get into now the last year. I mean, I in the last one of the last posts that you put out there, you said last year I had like ninety six hundred followers, and now you have two million, and it was. Well, yeah so a little bit different that was that's specifically for youtube i mean this year in general has been explosive so i had i had a good amount of uh a success last year on on tiktok because i've been on tiktok for for three and a half years at this point i had Uh, okay so, so probably like total follower count last year um on this day i had probably 400 000 followers and so i've gained about one point six million followers this year across the board so it is exponential but to your point in your in your uh, opening salvo with the three things consistency pays off too because you've you've yeah. done at least one short every day it looks like by the numbers that you just posted 346 mm-hmm. is it shorts that's yeah. That's just on YouTube. So I had uh, I had uh, I uh, across all platforms, um, and I'm way more active on TikTok. I don't post every single video on YouTube that I post okay. on TikTok. I've I've posted about a thousand videos this year. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 
So and that's so that's pretty much your your waking hours is producing content and then uh, and then posting. Well, no, it's surprisingly easier than you think. I mean, um, it's like three three to five videos per day. Each one of those videos is thirty seconds long. Um, I don't edit every single one of them. Uh, I edit uh, a fair amount, um, but some I can just go on TikTok and just you know quickly do record. It. Yeah, just do it. It's super simple because there's, you know, there's a million things going on in my head and I've been doing digital marketing for 18 years. So I know a lot of information and I know because of the consistency and have posting literally thousands of videos over the last couple of years, I just know what works. So I can get on TikTok real quick and crank a video out in two minutes. So it doesn't take that much time for me. Very cool. And then, so what was the, what was the aha moment that you got on how to do that? And, and what is that? You know, for those that don't know what you do, can you explain, uh, it, I guess the model or the, the method, if, if you will, you, you did it on stage at Video Marketing World. Yeah. So we, we focus primarily on vertical videos um, and vertical videos across the board. So, um, and short form vertical videos. So 60 second or less videos shot vertically on your phone um, opposite of like a traditional YouTube video, just same for uh, opposite um, aspect ratio. Right. The, the aha moment for me, uh, I have to give credit where credit's due uh, came from a, an awesome uh, entrepreneur, Rachel Peterson. Uh, she's really a um, uh, early early uh, adopter of TikTok way before me, and uh, I was getting interested in TikTok at the time because Gary Vaynerchuk was you know shoving it down all of our throats. You got to this is the newest platform. You got to get on this thing, and uh, this was like like four years ago at the point at this point, maybe even four and a half years ago. And when I got started three and a half years ago, I said, oh my gosh, I think I might be too late. I might, <laughs> might have missed the boat here on TikTok. Here we are today. You know, right. it's never it's never too late, but you know, that's always that that mentality there. Um, but I was just dabbling uh, on the platform a, a little bit. I had no strategy, no rhyme or reason. I would occasionally post uh, some business tips and advice. I, I would try and jump on a, a trend and I regretfully did a couple, you know, tried some, some simple dances. Cause I thought that's the only way that you had to be successful. I'm no dancer. I suck at that, but I'm like, I got to figure this thing do out. Still, do you still have them posted? No, I've hidden them. <laughs> I, I've hidden a lot of those. Um, actually there's, I didn't delete them. So they're still on my account, uh, but okay. they're just privated. So you know, maybe oh, in the, the 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 right method. Maybe I'll release them sometime. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so I was um, I got on the platform pretty early, and uh, I had uh, attended a, a Rachel Peterson webinar. So she still does a lot of these these live webinars, um, and she, you know, something she said of how she comes up with content strategies really connected and resonated with me because I have a big uh, long background as well, search engine optimization. And so how she had framed everything was really like lever. And this is super early of leveraging TikTok as a search engine. Uh, Mm -hmm. People are searching for, for information, create videos around what people are searching for. I'm like, Oh my goodness, I can grasp my head around this. I don't have to dance. I can educate. I can just share. 
all of the stuff. And so as soon as I got out of her webinar, I outlined a content strategy for myself. I think I outlined like 30 video ideas uh, that I could talk about from the, the services uh, that my agency offers. Uh, and I gave myself an ultimatum. I said, I'm going to do a video every single day on one of these topics, educational, only business, hyper-focus in. And if I get no traction at all, like no, you know, whatever, maybe this isn't the platform for me. Um, and something crazy happened when you hone in your strategy and you dial in and you go, you know, hyper-focused on one thing and stop trying a million different ideas. You gain traction. It works. And it did. It, it worked. I started to build momentum. I, uh, I was on the platform for maybe six months to that point, And I had like 300 followers. And then in that, over that 30 day period, I had gained like five or 6,000 followers. So I'm like, there's something here. This is, this is it. This is something that I could wrap my head around. And I've really just never stopped. So we've, so the first year on TikTok, I really just used it as a tool to grow my business. Um, primarily we were an SEO agency, but I talked about some YouTube stuff and, and whatnot. And it was so successful that people and business owners started to reach out and say, you know, you've had a lot of success on, on TikTok for yourself. Can you um, do this for us? And so there was enough demand for that where I've now built uh, an agency around the repeatable processes that worked for me. And that's primarily what we do now. We, we still have an entire SEO agency and SEO arm, but like 70, 80% of our clients are in the vertical video space. And so, you know, fast forward to today a little bit, you know, all of those processes have, have evolved and gotten better and gotten more consistent. Um, and we don't just focus on TikTok anymore uh, because you never want to put all your eggs in one basket, but all of the other, you know, major platforms, YouTube with YouTube shorts, Instagram with Instagram reels um, and Facebook with Facebook reels and even Pinterest uh, um, up, has ups and downs, but Pinterest idea pins, they have all uh, completely embraced the same format of videos, short form, vertical videos, 60 second or less. Mm -hmm. And so we've just taken what's worked for us on uh, TikTok over the last three and a half years and subtly adapted that for all of these platforms. Um, and that's what we do for, for all of our clients. We start by outlining content strategies from a repeatable process. We develop really solid vertical video uh, content strategies and we post them everywhere that's algorithmically pushing these these videos right now. And obviously I'm very lead by example. Uh, we, right, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, I know this stuff works because, um, you know, I do it yeah. for myself. <laughs> exactly. And then uh, at the end of last year, you were at Video Marketing World here in Dallas, and then you were at a bunch of different conferences talking yeah. about what you're doing. So uh, in addition to doing it for yourself and doing it for your customers, now you're on a speaking tour um, and uh, yeah. a, a, yet another uh, vehicle for you uh, to get your message out. Absolutely. So where, where were some of the fun places that you went last year? Yeah. So, yeah. And so public speaking has always been a personal goal of mine. And, and last year I got my first paid uh, public speaking engagement. So I'm, I'm just, I just love it. But um I was out in uh, Dallas, uh, love Dallas, my home away from home. Uh, I was out in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, uh, and, and uh, Las Vegas. 
as well for, um, I had the, the privilege, uh, which is, um, like the second largest trade show in the world, uh, for, for car junkies, aftermarket car parts and stuff. They're like, right. come, come talk to us about tick automotive industry. And I'm like, all right, I guess. <laughs> but that was awesome. Yeah. Easy, uh, cool, cool experience. Very cool. So, um, let's get into a little bit more about what you do for your customers from the, from your business perspective. So yeah. how would, how would I, or how would somebody engage with you? What's the, the typical, uh, starting point? Mm -hmm. And then what are the different services that you provide? Yeah. So the different services that we provide are there and then we'll outline the, the whole thing. Um, okay. I do consulting, uh, one-on-one -on -one with myself. Uh, I have a pocket uh, type of ongoing monthly uh, coaching program uh, done through this really cool app called Volley, where you can uh, video messages and, and voice memos and text and audio recordings and upload files and screenshots and stuff. Really cool. Uh, but that's like an accountability program where I help you and help you develop all of your uh, all of your strategies and. Uh, critique your content, make sure you're actually posting content. And then we have the complete done for you service where the value prop there is just be the expert that you are, we'll handle the rest. And our process for that is we start with an onboarding call uh, that typically takes about 45 minutes to an hour, dive into your target uh, buyer persona, uh, all of um, the demographic information, the emotional needs and desires of the individual, uh, all of the pro uh, services or products that you offer, um, the uh, reasons why someone would come to you uh, in the first place for your service, you need value propositions of both your business and you as an individual, um, all of the questions that people are asking for online, we really deep dive so that we can understand your business and you as well as your vision. We develop a custom content strategy for everybody. Uh, we take uh, out, this typically looks like, like four or five core categories of content. Just to give you a example here, uh, and this was an example I think I, I did with, uh, um, oh, I think I did real estate agents at Video Marketing World, but I, I, I like to use the example of, um, uh, of a therapist as well. So if you're a therapist, there's a lot of services that you can offer, right? So maybe one category of content is, um, couples counseling. Maybe the second category of content is depression and anxiety. The third category of content is uh, use or substance use. And then the fourth category of content um, is uh, narcissism, dealing with narcissists. This is a real case study example. And so if those are our four categories of content, then we outline five to 10 uh, individual uh, videos under each category. Uh, frequently asked questions, trending searches online, um, using SEO keyword research tools. And so when we have that filled out, there's a huge content strategy for you. You have, you know, uh, at least a month, if not two or three months worth of content right there. And then we go through this in a systematic approach. We, um, and so we edit all of the videos as well. You get coaching. We actually jump on Zoom recordings like this. Um, I have a video production team out in Orange County, California. So we send video production people out to coach them in real time and, and record all of the content. Uh, but for all of our remote clients, 
Um, basically, all you got to do is is create the content that we tell you to create, how we create it, put your unique flair in it, and uh, we edit the the videos for you, and we'll post them on all of your accounts for you. Thematic approach, video in category A, video in category B, category C, D, etc. And then typically after about a month or two of doing this, um, this lets us find out which category is performing the best. So in, in this uh, case study example, uh, we found out pretty quickly that uh, narcissism-oriented content is just blowing up uh, online um, uh, on his account. On that information. Um, so we do about 70% uh, narcissism-oriented videos for him. We double down on, on what works um, so that we can drastically increase um, his followership and his engagement so that it grows his business. And, and this is, this is such a, I'm so proud of this dude. Cause he um, he's been, we've been working with him for about a year and a half and uh, he's everything to a T that we ask him uh, never pushes back <laughs> anything just records. A, he's a content machine, but he's at a hundred, um, 180 something thousand followers on TikTok. He's at, uh, he's just about to hit a hundred thousand Instagram subscribe or followers. He's at 19,000 YouTube subscribers. And we just launched his Facebook page. In fact, if we're, we're friends on Facebook, you might've seen me post yeah, yeah. about that page in two weeks. He's at 20,000 Facebook followers, two freaking weeks Wow! from, wow. from a completely dead Facebook page. Unbelievable. And, and this is all all less than 60 second videos yes yeah so on facebook we're working right now as a combination of um the facebook reels which is this less than 60 yeah. second videos and uh engaging right. text posts so like you see me post a lot of like would you rather have a million dollars or a million followers um so we do that as well around this type of content so we'll post like you know agreeable shareable uh, quotes about narcissism. Like nobody throws a, 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 a narcissist that's losing control over you. Right. And like, that's really relatable to people that are watching videos about narcissism. So it gets a ton of engagement, right. And it boosts the engagement of the account. Um, but yeah, ever the, the baseline for, for all of this growth is, uh, is vertical videos because they, yeah. they just dominate across the board right now. Well, yeah, very cool. And you also have a uh, a uh, a new brand marketing tool called Syllabi. Is that the correct uh, syllabi? Syllabi. Okay. Yeah. So what 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 is that, and uh, how does that work? Yeah. Thanks for asking. So I'm I'm getting into the artificial intelligence game. So okay. um, I've been in social media for 18 years uh, at this point. And so I've, I've noticed a lot of um, pain points and problems and obstacles uh, over the years. And, and I've been working with hundreds of, of different professionals and businesses at this point in my professional career. And so a lot of the problems uh, that business owners face is not knowing how to get started uh, because they don't know uh, what to create. They don't know how to structure it and how to create it. And they need accountability. Uh, those are, you know, for consistency. Those are the three biggest pain points uh, that I've seen. And there's really not a lot of tools that solve all three of those. You have to, 
you know, hire an agency, develop you a content strategy or spend hours doing, you know, countless, um, uh, uh, research on topics that people are searching for videos that are working, uh, et cetera, come up with, uh, scripts for all of those videos so that it's clear and concise. Um, and then some sort of accountability measure. So that's exactly what syllabi does. So we've incorporated uh, a couple key features. Uh, we've incorporated um, an SEO keyword research tool. So what you can do is you can uh, type in your industry, no matter what industry you're in. If you're a real estate agent, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, uh, you're a digital marketer, um, you're selling a product, whatever. You type that in. It's going to give you a huge list of questions uh, that people are searching for online. And this is real data pulled from Google. And so from there, so if you've heard about ChatGPT, we've actually incorporated ChatGPT into this tool. And now you can take from real search data and you can generate a script. It's going to help you generate the entire script that you can read word for word, um, opening hook and, and everything. And you can make it specific for your location. So like for, for real estate agents, for instance, you can, you can create a video on how to know uh, when is the right time to buy a house in Orange County, California, and it'll generate you a script for that. And then you can take that script and add it to your content calendar uh, within the tool as well. So it's going to hold you accountable. You're going to be able to check off on there. Okay. I recorded this video today. And it's going to help you stay consistent with all of that. That's our MVP. And then we're incorporating some really cool stuff um, with uh, with like deep fake technology uh, where you can create an artificial human um, to actually be in uh, um, the video for you. So if you uh, an, because it's another pain point, right? A lot of professionals be on camera. OK, I, I'm addressing that problem as well. I'm, I'm, I'm making it. So that there's no excuse to not be active on on uh, on social media anymore. I'm cutting all the excuses out. So that should be incorporated in in a couple of uh, a couple of months, um, maybe a little earlier than that. Uh, but this is going to have realistic voiceover and a realistic human that's going to read that script, um, and you're going to be able to rapid fire create content. So uh, we're joining the AI bandwagon. It's addressing every problem. Uh, that I've heard from business owners, um, and it's going to be really affordable. So the 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 grand vision here, Mike, is uh, we're developing a tool so that you no longer have to uh, hire a digital marketing agency. You can do everything in house for a very small fraction of the right, price, which opens up a much larger market than you can service with people. Uh, Absolutely, cool. yeah. And uh, so I I teach digital transformation at Dallas Baptist University. And um, if you'd be interested in being one of our our consult our consulted cu uh, customers for my class next semester, I'd love to have you come and talk about what you're yeah. thinking about, and then have the master students kind of think about it with you, and then make some suggestions. It's actually it's, it's a it's a pretty hey. cool process to go through. I'd be honored. Yeah, let's keep uh, let's keep yeah. talking about and it. Then, and then I'd, know, I'd, I'm going to check it out. I'd love to to check it out. So I did um, last semester, I did uh, the classes are always in person and remote because we have a lot of people that work and uh, are traveling. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then sometimes they do it disconnected. Right. Because I so I record everything on Teams. 
But last, sem last semester, I used a thing called Lumi, Loom AI. And it was basically, mm -hmm. if you were in class with me, you got me. If you were online, you got my mm -hmm. AI, but it was me speaking, right? And then, and then cool. all the students would also have their AI on, whether they were in class or out of class. So we kind of got a mixed mm -hmm. experience just to kind of test what that would be like. From an educational perspective, yeah. they felt that in-person is like at 100%. Uh, video, live like this, is about 90% because you still get the inflection. You still get the personality. But the AI drops down to 20%. Now, this was not, it's mm. not statistically sound. It was just me asking the question and they kind of gave me some numbers. But mm -hmm. it still tells you there's a significant loss between a person and an AI as far as what, mm -hmm. what you get out of the interaction. Um, so there may mm -hmm. be, a, there may be a, a tweak to your thing that says, you know, you may want to start out with your AI, but over time, as you get comfortable doing these things, you might want to have your own personal face in your videos because you're going to be able yeah. to connect with the people that you want to connect with better. A hundred percent. And I, I, I recommend in general, if you can, if you can get on camera, sure. get on camera, <laughs> you know, there's all of these tools that are, that are coming out that are going to, you know, av avoid you doing that. But like at the end of the day, you know, focus on, um, you have to so, like, there's so many little in our head yeah. problems of why people don't want to get right. on camera. Right. Like people will say, Nobody wants to see my face. Uh, I'm too old to be on camera. I, whatever. It's all, it's all crap, right? It's all stuff in our own head that, you know, anybody that would leave you a negative comment is coming from a place of their own personal insight. <laughs> it's something about them, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And in 99% of the time, it's, it's always uh, username 47 million, you know, three, you know, faceless channel never has any videos themselves it's an online right. troll right because that they're they're basement dwellers they're doing nothing with their lives except for make fun of you don't let that impact your mental health you are putting yourself out there you're doing yeah. something you're doing something with your life um i love the trolls i encourage the trolls i want those well, they comments get, they get interaction going like nothing else can <laughs> totally Totally, totally. I had a troll on one of my shows. Fortunately, it was it's not a live show, but they're still trying to bait me. You know, I basically said, "So, yeah. why do I? Why do you think that I just that that I want your respect? You know, I I really don't care about what you think because <laughs> yeah. I don't know who you yeah. are and I don't right. know what you're what you're about." But so yeah. I I got a chuckle out of your f the trolls uh, message from last week. It was pretty good. Um, so, so most yeah. of, so I, I talk about leadership from a mind, body, spirit perspective, right? So most of what yeah. we've been talking about is, is really mind or intellectual because you're, you're a significant intellect, right? I mean, you've been thinking about this and doing it for a while. And I, and I don't say that flippantly. I'm, I'm watching you do this and be successful and, and, and enjoying learning from watching that, right? Um, there, there is a mindset change that one has to go through as you, as you open yourself up to trolls and as you open yourself up to critique from others because, um, and it's taken a while, you know, I mean, for me, I think 2016 or so is when I started playing with video in a real way. 
prior prior mm -hmm. to that, when uh, I was at Microsoft from 2006 to 2010, and we had Link, which was the pre precursor to Teams, and you know, so you could mm -hmm. do some video stuff, and, but it was it was really in its infancy uh, from that perspective. Um, but it takes a while for you to get yourself open to being uh, open. <laughs> And from my perspective, yeah. that's more of a spiritual kind of a situation, right? It's like it's something inside you that says, I am who I am. Um, as Popeye said, that's all that I am. <laughs> I don't think that's necessarily yeah. true. But anyway, you, you get it, you, you see what I mean. So how do you how do you yeah. think of this at a level deeper? Because you've got the you've got the method, you've got the mechanism, you've got the thought process. But there's more to success than just that. There's something inside of you yeah. that drives you. So where where do you go for that, and how do you come to it? Well, so that's it's kind of a difficult question to answer, right? And so where my mind initially goes to is I, I remember, um, you know, way back uh, uh, entering senior year of high school, that up until that point I, you know, cared about what everybody thought of me um, because of, you know, social implications and whatnot, but, you know, call it senioritis, call it uh, whatever. Um, I remember going into, into senior year and just having the, I just don't give a shit because I don't care about what any of these people think right. about me. I'm doing right. my own thing. Um, and I think that's really stuck with me ever since. Um, and so I've, you know, I, I deeply still care that people like me. Uh, but I, if I know in my gut that what I'm doing is authentic and genuine and helpful, um, I don't care if you have negative feedback, you're, you're entitled to your own feedback, sure. of course, but I just am able to, uh, um, understand if you, if it's baseless uh, or if it's legitimate sure. feedback. And so, you know, in particular to uh, online trolls, um, it also comes from an understanding of how these algorithms and how social media works. These are social media, social platforms. Your, how your content does is in directly uh, is in direct relation to the amount of engagement that you right. get. And it doesn't matter if it's positive or negative engagement. It's just engagement. And I think too many people focus on it. It has to be positive. It has to be positive. Um, and I've, you know, I was talking about this on stage a little bit and I've been, I've been forcing the egos and forcing the hand of the negative comments because I know, and I understand that all engagement is still good engagement. Right. It's still engagement, right? And so my mindset shift is in my videos, um, I know the information that I share is helpful. I know that if somebody, you know, if there's a business owner or an entrepreneur that watches my video is going to find a useful website that will help their life, or they're going to learn a digital marketing strategy that they haven't thought of before, and they're going to take action on it and they're going to get more growth because they saw it and they took action right. on it. Right. And so the, the people that leave hateful comments are never who I'm trying to reach right. anyway. 
And so what I do is I know that there's internet trolls because that's the nature of the internet. I know there's uh, grammar Nazis, grammar police out there. I know that people have egos uh, and want to call things out online and, and, um, and poke fun at your in, uh, insecurities and stuff right. like that. I know all of these things, right? We all know that's the nature of trolls. So I embrace it and I feed it. So I, I bait their ego is what I like to call. So I will uh, mispronounce words on purpose. I will say controversial statements like this AI tool is better than a real artist. Or I will plant a folder in, in my browser under a website that I share like Mr. Beast NUD dot, dot, dot. Right. So it says like Mr. Beast nude, right. <laughs> Basically. Um, and things along the lines of that, I will plant like weird stuff in the background of my videos, because what is that going to do? It's going to cause people to call it out, to, to take their ego and say, I'm right. You're wrong. And I'm going to tell you that you're wrong. I want it because I know that the information in my video is going to help more people. So the more engagement that I can get, the more I can bait people to correct me or, you know, say why I'm wrong. I'm going to reach more people that I want sure. to reach. So that's a huge mindset shift for me this year. Okay. And a big part of why I've grown because I'm forcing engagement. Interesting. So I, um, with, with the, with the social, uh, topics being what they are, you don't, you don't get into, into super controversial topics though. Right. I don't see you, I don't see you going off on, uh, po political things. I don't see you going off on any of the, uh, like celebrity kind of baiting kind of things. It's all really, really business content. Uh, but, um, yeah. So it's interesting that you'd get that many trolls. Yeah. I mean, uh, AI is, is a controversial topic right now. So that's about as controversial as I get. Um, uh, the, the correct, the right answer, Mike, or the real answer is I don't give a crap about yeah. politics. Um, you it, know, doesn't, that's, it doesn't that in, in impact an, you. <laughs> it doesn't impact yeah. me whatsoever. So, uh, and I don't want to talk about it. I don't like to talk about it. Uh, everybody is in, entitled to their own opinions. Um, I, I just don't care one way or the other. And uh, even saying that is a controversial topic, sure. right? But that's that's my honest truth. I don't talk about it because I don't give yeah. a crap about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it, so I focus on what I want to talk about. Yeah. Interesting. So what? Um, so what are the? I detect in your in your uh, the way that you speak is that you want to impact positively more and more people. Do you have any kind? Of, do you have any oh, kind yeah. of like a mission statement of what your intent is? What is your why, as Simon Sinek would say? What is what? Are, what are you trying sure. to be? And and are you there, or are you still growing towards it? Well, I'm 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 already there, but I'm I'm. It, it, there's not a definitive number that I have in mind. Uh, basically, um, social media has changed my life in every single positive way. And yeah. I just want to share 
uh, everything that I've learned along the way uh, that has uh, made a positive impact on, on my life so that I can make a positive impact on other people's lives. That's a big part of why all of my content, everything I post online, I, I'm entirely transparent. I give all of my best stuff away for free. But, um, yeah. You know, I just, you can, you can take it or leave it. Like I have paid versions of all of it. You can binge through my thousands of videos and, and get everything that I'm going to, you know, that's coordinated in my online courses and stuff. Um, you can get it for free, but I give all of my best information away for free because people take action on it. Right. And it's, that's another secret to uh, social media growth is just give your best information away for free because more people are going to save it for later. More people are going to trust you. It's all about no like, and trust. Um, I just want people to like, I just want people to have their lives changed. Like these platforms have changed my life. Okay. That's what I care most about and reaching as many people as I can to do that. Very cool. I like it. So is there, um, is there a place that, uh, that we have not gone that you would like to talk about something that, um, as of interest to you that we haven't gone to? Not really. I mean, I just, I love talking about all this stuff. I mean, I, I love the developments of, of AI. Um, I can obviously talk about uh, social media and video marketing and digital marketing uh, all yeah. day, every, every facet of it. Um, I just talk, I, I preach this stuff over and over again. I, I practice what I preach. Um, if, if you want, if you are watching this, you're listening to this, whatever, and you're interested um, in gaining a social media following to make life-changing money. Uh, there's no shortcuts. There's no hacks. Just put in the work and do it consistently over and over and over again and figure it out. I've been doing this for 18 years straight because I'm passionate about it. I'm obsessed with it, borderline addicted to it. It's all I want to do. It's all I care about. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, you know, it's consistency. Um, you just got to be able to put in that, that work and that, uh, uh, that hard work and, and stick with it and be able to see the long-term vision in things. That's another thing that I've, you know, maybe differentiates me from a lot of other people is I, I can see long-term vision and I can, you know, I've, my, my now, um, it's okay to play that long game. You know, this is, this is, some, I'll, I'll kind of end on this story to just go back a, a little bit, um, about my personal story, but I don't have a college degree. Um, my highest level of education is high school. I took an untraditional path in life, uh, to success. Um, I was an unpaid intern, uh, at a video marketing agency. Uh, I saw the long-term vision of it. This was nine years ago. This is what I was interested in. I stuck with it for nine years straight. Um, I went from an unpaid intern to a paid intern to a part-time employee to a full-time employee which led me to being head of digital marketing at several uh, other businesses, drug and alcohol treatment centers. Uh, and then I started my own digital marketing agency with my boss from the internship. He's my business partner, nice. uh, long-term vision. Right. Um, and now like uh, last year was the best year of my life financially. Uh, right. It's starting to pay off, but I still feel like I'm just getting started because I can still see into the future of long-term goals. So don't get impatient with whatever you're working towards. Just stay consistent and head in that direction and you can accomplish anything that you want in life. Yeah, awesome. That was a, that was a great way to end our, our time together today. 
Um, I again, thank you very much for uh, for sticking with me on all these scheduling things as we were trying to figure out how to get together. Um, and I'm uh, super excited that you had the time to get together today. I look forward to uh, checking out some of the things that you're doing with syllabi and uh, and your other things as well. And I'll keep in touch with you. Look forward uh, to uh, the next time we have a chance to chat. Awesome. Thank you so much again, Mike. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Bye. Peace out.